Welcome, everyone, to episode 104 of the Indie Reds podcast. I'm your host, Joe Dilling. With me tonight are the residents of the Den of Hedonism, Michael Need and Gabe Smith. Welcome, gentlemen. Joe, how are you this fine evening? <laughs> I, we just got back from uh, first first uh, U nine soccer practice of the year, and my son put in extra work, oh. so I'm feeling I'm kind of proud. Oh. So <laughs> stayed a little late. There we go. Well, so, nice. Yeah, excellent. Nice. All I'm right. Just uh, put on my rather appropriate uh, smoking jacket here in the Den of Hedonism. <laughs> and the, I, I love how I went Den of Hedonism and then called you gentlemen because those two, really, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, no, they go, they go hand in hand. Oh, yeah. Gentlemen occupy Dens of Hedonism. There, okay. there you go. There you go. Um, so if this is your first time listening to us, sorry, we, we uh, gave it, Gabe and Michael lived together. And uh, and so we, we just joked that it's the Den of Hedonism. And, uh and hey, if it is your first time listening, thanks. Thanks for checking us out. We really appreciate it. Don't turn off yet. Uh, we are going to talk about Don't always here in a minute. make Joe explain his jokes. Yep, so exactly. Don't that. <laughs> I'm trying to limit our inside jokes, so that's why I feel like I need to explain them sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So on this episode, we're going to talk about Sheffield United, uh, talk about FA Cup, Derby. Um, and look ahead a little bit. We might even mention some uh, transfer gossip that was going around. Um, it's going to become he's, thick he's and heavy. A- what was that, Gabe? Okay. So uh, let's just go ahead and jump right in tonight. So Sheffield United, it was the first day back for some at work, but for the rest of us, a 3 p.m. kickoff local time in the U.S. helped uh, helped some of people duck out a bit early. It was a packed house at our regular Union Jack pub in beautiful Broad Ripple, and it looked that, that, that way for other uh, supporters clubs as well. The Reds welcomed a rather surprising Sheffield United team. They were newly promoted, and they're sitting in eighth place. That was two points behind Manchester United. When we played them earlier in the season, it was a hard-fought 1-0 win uh, for the Reds at Bromwell Lane. However, this match, it, it seemed that Sheffield didn't expect to win and were going to try and sneak out at least a draw. Plus, Sheffield were playing around 48 hours after their previous match against Manchester City. So, we spoke last pod about the Reds looking exhausted. Guys... <laughs> When the team came out, did they look tired to you? And we'll start with you, Gabe. Well, I, I mean, it, it, I thought, you know, it was par for the course, really, in terms of, of uh, you know, where everybody was at, you know, after a, a, a long and enduring December going into the to the January month. I mean, it's just, it's just you know, it's, it's, a, it's a fixture congestion. So, um, you know, it's, it's where I think really, you know, the, 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 the teams and the managers that are best equipped for that situation, whether it be from the depth, or the manager of the tactics, um, you know, just trying to get the most, that little bit extra uh, out of, uh, you know, a depleted core. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say, all, all that said, I wouldn't say that, you know, especially with, with the Chef United match, uh, with with pretty much our, our normal starting 11, obviously you had the, you know, the whole entire Keita situation uh, in there. So so a late substitution on for, for Milner. I mean, everyone, I mean, they, they came out. Um, you know, out of the gates, uh, and Liverpool was was doing really well. They had you know a lot of chances. You could tell uh, Liverpool was eager for it. But that said, I, I, you know, again, there's there's complete understanding here that we're not going to be this you know fluid poetry in motion. Um, you know, on on uh, Boxing Day, um, yeah. uh, you know, following or a situation to where um, 
or sorry, not Boxing Day, but January 2nd, we have, um, you know, all these players that played then uh, so many games, um, you know, over the past month. So I, I definitely looked better than Sheffield. Sheffield definitely looked um, oh, they look looked dead. quite tired. I mean, you, know, you, have, you have a manager <laughs> who's pretty much having to play his same first 11 uh, week in, week out. So that that right there, uh, I think, was the biggest thing in, in terms of, um, you know, a little bit of issues from from Sheffield, just not matching the intensity of Liverpool in that in that early portion of the, of the match. Yeah, I think I think I was going that that the Watford or not Watford, um, the Wolves match we looked dead and just flat um, at times. Yes, and I think it was That's a lot a better. Yeah, yeah. Personally, I think yeah. it was a lot better this match. I think there was a lot more energy out there on the pitch from Liverpool, and I mean, it proved because in the four, fourth minute, um, Virgil plays that that ball we've been seeing so many times now over the top, whether it's to Trent or whether it's to Rabo or whether it's straight up to to Salah or Mane. And this time it's to Rabo, and Rabo feeds it right in across to to Salah, who uh, who plays it. <laughs> excuse me, Rabo's defender gets tangled up in his feet, which helps a bit. But he plays a great ball into Salah, and it's one nil to Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool continue to battle. Excuse me, batter the blades. Uh, but you know, good defending and good saves from their Henderson on loan for Manchester United uh, keeps it close at one nil at half. Um, so for before I go on, I this is the second time we've seen uh, Henderson in goal for for Sheffield. Uh, Michael, were you kind of impressed with him? Oh, Henderson was their man of the match, bar none. I mean, were it not for his acrobatics, uh, <clears throat> you know, Gabe and I were just sitting here watching the replay a little bit ago, and we both were saying that, you know, this game could have very easily ended up 6-0, 6-1. You know, yeah. it, it, Henderson, uh, I, I have to imagine that he's back at United uh, next season. Um, you know, I, I know De Gea just signed a contract extension at the beginning of the year. But with his recent form and, uh, you know, he's a Spaniard. He's he's going to want to go back to Spain sooner or later. And yeah. uh, I, I don't think United are going to have any interest in keeping him around. Yeah, I mean, um, well, you know, who knows with, with Edwards. I mean, he <laughs> – I mean, come on, he pays, what was it, 90 millions for, for Slabhead, and he does not even <laughs> fit enough to hold a <laughs> – Edwards, why are, are you saying Edwards? Not Edwards, I'm sorry. Ed, Ed Woodward. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> this is pretty close. Do to not, like, not besmirch like, yeah, Michael Edwards' name. Jim. Oh, yeah. my <laughs> Lord. I, I deserve a timeout. <laughs> I swear I have not, I have not partaken tonight. Uh, I was like, I hope we didn't, I hope we didn't swap him overnight. That would be uh, oh, that would be, be terrible. Uh, very raw to you there. That would be quit. terrible. I'd quit. <laughs> I, I think that's a good way to put it, too. Michael quit. Um, all right. So anyway, uh, the second half, uh, begins and it's a lot like the first ended. Liverpool totally don- dominant, um, but lacking the final, uh, result. But then in the 64th minute, Mane collects a nice ball on the left, beats a few guys, plays it to Salah. Mane continues his run. Salah plays it back to Mane, who stretches for it, kind of gets a toe to it. Henderson saves it, but doesn't put it all the way out of the way. Mane just follows it up, puts it, beats everybody to it, 2 0 the Reds. And that was pretty much all she wrote. So Liverpool stays top of the league, 13 points and a game in hand over the rest of the field. So guys, I want to, I want your thoughts on this match. Are there any real players that stood out to you in this match of having a really great game? Um, a good game. 
somebody that maybe we <laughs> I don't know if you can because I mean I think possession was like eighty percent to Liverpool. Um but if there's anybody that, that you kinda of thought was lackluster. Uh we'll we'll go back to Gabe first. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I think it's 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 certainly Mane and, and, and Salah were were the the stars of the show. Um, now, obviously, it, you know, we should have, again, as Michael noted, we should have had more goals uh, with the kind of chances there. So there was, you know, granted some, some heroics from Henderson, but also I think just, just a, you know, slightly off, um, uh, you know, full steam there with, uh, with, uh, with, with both of them in terms of not getting on the score sheet a bit more uh, through the course of the match. But, you know, I, I mean, uh, you know, Firmino was was pretty absent from his. I mean, he was still doing his his you know duty in terms of you know trying to win the ball back. Um, you know, always applying pressure. Uh, wasn't though sharp with the passing. Just kind of you know had an off night. Um, and uh, you know, f- you know, clearly, obviously, the, you know, our fullbacks are always doing well. Robertson, you know, getting back on the the assist march there with with Trent and, and that competition. Um, you know, I think that's the, the the great thing that I pull out of out of these situations is right now with the team dynamics is you got a really great friendly rivalry that goes on. Um, you know, from from the assist standpoint between Robertson and Alexander Arnold, you know they're really pushing each other at all times. And then, yeah. you know, from a goal standpoint, Mane and, and Salah, and it's it's just the right balance. We're seeing other teams. We'll, we'll talk about Spurs a bit later, where you know apparently some of the the inner locker room team dynamics just aren't aren't clicking. You know, yeah. and so it's it's refreshing. I think that's one of the biggest things that I got out of that. Um, you know, again, outside of it just being a, a very congested schedule to see Liverpool. Uh, always, you know, finding a way to, to keep it going um, is is really reassuring in, in terms of this year's campaign. But uh, you know, those were the, the the most notable for for me. Michael, anything to add on the players that stood out for you? Um, <clears throat> a quick sidebar about Firmino. I swear that you know his wife just gets on Liverpool message boards and EPL message boards and just lets him know when people are starting to talk too much shit about him not scoring the goal. And then he just comes out and scores two or three. You know, gets really greedy for a match or two. Comes out, scores two or three, and then just dips back down to, to his deeper role. Um, but beyond that, Firmino's wife on the message board said, "Is what I think is what Michael's saying." Yeah, she, she's yeah. on Reddit. <laughs> yeah, I think she's like, "You're talking shit about you again, Bobby." <laughs> let's go. Let's go bleach your teeth again, and then and get you back out there and score a few more. <laughs> no, but no, I think. Um, you know, there were there were several standouts. I think Mo had a game that should have seen him with a hat trick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, it, it, even on that first goal that he scores, I, I, I'm, I think he got very lucky um, to not have his leg get wrapped up even worse than it did and uh, get a little bit of an injury on that one. But after that, I mean, he stung Henderson's hands twice, I yeah. think. And Henderson had a couple of absolute world-class saves. Dean Henderson, sorry. Yeah. Um, but really, what really stood out to me is just the dynamism of the team as a whole and the uh, the ability for each individual player to interchange positions and even sections of the pitch. Um, you notice throughout the game, both Virgil and James Milner making very deep runs um, into the opposing team's box. Uh, in pursuit of a goal on the end of a long cross, yeah. Um, each one of them individually, and uh, you know there was no lack of cover anywhere on the pitch when that happens. Um, you know nothing like that. 
the other the other player that really stood out to me is uh, I think Henderson had R Henderson <laughs> Jordan Henderson <laughs> also had an excellent game uh, for for Salas uh, should have been a goal that Dean Henderson just pulls a brilliant save out of his ass. Um, it was Jordan Henderson's perfect ball into Salah's feet uh, from close to the halfway line that set Salah up for that for that goal. And um, it, does anybody remember is Dean Dean Henderson's English? Is he not? Yeah, yeah. Oh wait, okay. he's, he's 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 England's like third string keeper right oh, now. Oh okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, I, I want to come back to that a little bit later on in the podcast. Um, but yeah, I, I think that uh, you want to you want to talk about England's number no. situation later. Y- yes, he's yes, only got little arms. But uh, well, you know that's the only reason they have me on the podcast is for the tangents. Let's analyze these English goalkeepers, shall we? <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, I think uh, if there were any standouts on our team, um, they were uh, Sala and Henderson. But I, I I really do think that the team as a whole showed just how difficult that they're going to continue to be with with their ability to move fluidly and switch positions so fluidly. Yeah, um, I completely agree. Virgil, he man, he he scares me sometimes. Yeah. He had a, a a beautiful tackle, but if he's even a half second later, that's a that's a that's a card because he was is on that the, the last is that defender. The one slide tackle. Yeah, it's like it was like it was either at the end of it was before the end of the first half. Yeah, yeah so it could have been like on one situation, yeah, it was or at least time, at least you know yeah. a one on one with the goalie. Yeah. Um, at that point, so yeah, I completely <laughs> forgot about, oh. about being that, but that's oh. that's definitely a good shout. But it shows yeah, how good he minute, is. It just popped up on the highlights. <laughs> <laughs> but it just shows, I mean, the class of of him and how he has impeccable timing. It, it, yeah, it was it was a great performance, I think, from the whole team. I really don't want to say anybody was bad or anything like that. Um, one fear I do have is Navi Kaita gets injured in the warmups, and they have to start me. James Milner. So. Are we looking at? Um, <laughs> I haven't heard of how long this is going to be. Um, anybody have an update on Nebuchadnezzar's injury, or kind of is this a big, a big concern for you guys? Yeah, like I said, blame, blame me on that. That's that's my fault. You know, of course, I I you know post on LC and D, which which I, I rarely even <laughs> check on Facebook in general. I hate the site, but uh, <laughs> Facebook, not not Indy, not. not <laughs> <laughs> Not our indie red side portion of it, but but you know uh, you know how how you know, let the Kata revolution continue, and of course uh, I get I get to Union Jacks, and I'm not even aware because I'm you know just kind of like running into it and uh, sit next to to Bobak and and uh, I'm like where the hell is Kata? And he's like oh yeah he didn't hear he had a got scratched you know from from injury there so. Uh, of course, of course, I let my my foot get in my mouth as it always does, and send out bad <laughs> bad juju into the atmosphere. But um, no, I, you know, I think I, I think the um, you know Liverpool uh, again. There's just these little approaches that seem to be quite different these days than you know three to four years ago. And um, you know, I, I I don't think you can ever really trust fully trust a, a medical report that kind of comes out. I don't <laughs> think they're really too detailed. First of all, in terms of what's kind of going on. I mean, you know, Matip. My, I, I don't work. I don't, you know, my, I have no idea where Matip is at this point. I mean, he's just kind of. There's really no updates, um, you know, on how the knee's progressing. I, I just, you know, I just they keep it pretty close to the chest. And and I think from the standpoint that 
in, in all these situations, whenever we do encounter an injury, and it's kind of the next man up, you know, as, as when Fabinho has been out, um, you know, as well here recently, um, you know, there's just been enough solid play from the, the person that just has to fill that role, whether it be for that match or for, you know, an extended week or, or two or more, um, that they get the job done. So there hasn't been this kind of, you know, really deep focus on, you know, where are these guys that have been kind of out for, for, for a period of time or where are these injury updates? We're not, we're not so worried. I, I, you know, it's, it's, it's gotten to the point to where just through the past couple of weeks, I've, I've kind of forgotten about Fabinho from that standpoint in that lineup. Keita has done such a great job Mm -hmm. uh, of really shining in the moment that he had. And and again, it's unfortunate, um, you know, for, for Keita in this, and it just seems like he he never catches a break with, with these kind of situations, but it's going to be, it's going to be the next man up. And even if it's not a a new guy on on the field, if it's someone like Milner coming in, we know he can kind of fill that role uh, for that period of time. So unfortunate, but, but uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll carry on. Michael, anything, Anything else you want to say about Kaita? No, it's just it's so disappointing that every time that he really starts to get on a roll, that he just has these continued um, fitness issues. And I can't imagine that you could put any of the blame on uh, the Liverpool medical staff or the Liverpool mm-hmm. training staff because the 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 pace and the energy and the resilience that the rest of the team is playing as right now is nearly unfathomable uh you know but jealousy aside you are beginning to see the lot of the liverpool are doping and they can't actually do this <laughs> this well this many days in a row oh, me andy robertson barely sits out of match I, I i literally think that this fa cup match barring when uh klopp well, I guess Klopp did play the kids on this one, but <laughs> Robertson hasn't sat out all season. And uh, just the pace with which he continues to uh, play is absurd. And so I, I, I can't imagine that um, anyone could put any of the blame at the Liverpool Medical or Training staff. So I, I think that I'm going to continue to be worried about Keita um, until he can put, you know, a couple months together of solid performances just because, I mean, when he's on the pitch, he's increasingly phenomenal, but he's on the pitch increasingly less. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, true. Um, you know, one of the things that I've seen going around, there's a really good sports uh, scientist. Uh, you might call him physical therapist with geared towards uh, team sports or whatever. Uh, Simon Brundish. Uh, he also does a lot of like pressing stats or whatever, but he, he points out that, when you get a lot of this, these high-performing athletes, or heck, any athlete at all, and you're doing this kind of schedule congestion, that's when the soft tissue injuries come. I mean, look at Newcastle. He, he points to Newcastle at one point. I, I guess they had four like muscle injuries in in the match this past weekend. Four. And so you can't even sub out four people. So, I mean, well, we all know that, but still, you know, it, it's just like, <laughs> wow, that, that is, that is tough. And it's just muscles are worn out. They've been going well, too hard, too long. And, and I'm not going to say that with Nabby because I think he's gotten more time, uh, you know, a game's rest here or there that others hadn't. I mean, he was rested before this match, but, but it's just freak act, freak, freak, muscle issues happen. I mean, I, I, kind of talking over, I know you want to say something, Gabe, but I mean, I go back to Steven Gerrard. 
he early in his career always had this this groin injury, and it wasn't until he finally would he, they finally got a different team in to look at him, or he got used to, or the <clears throat> or the team got used to him, and they got on a different kind of training program that he didn't have these groin injuries, you know, that would keep him out a month, um, but regularly. So maybe that's something that we're going to need to see with Nabby. They need to, they probably are evaluating his his rest training, what training he does kind of stuff. Um, and then we'll start getting him for longer stretches of period. Uh, Gabe, you well, and you can make the in. same argument about Jordan Henderson two to three seasons ago. And I get that, you know, but, but it was plantar fasciitis my, and that's, that's my, something completely well, yeah, different. different. I mean, different with the muscles versus, versus the, you know, Henderson's foot thing was something weird, you know, in, in terms of that. But uh, I, I mean, I get, I, I get I, I get that point, Michael. In terms of it, and it, it is just you know these these kind of situations. I mean, I think the you know the Kata thing we can't forget too. That I mean, it's really the, the national team that that really was a setback from the, yeah. the summer. I mean, really playing him aggressively when when he was in a really delicate state, um, set him back to where you couldn't have a proper a preseason. You know, Liverpool and I, I know Simon Brudish. You know, in, in terms of uh, following him on Twitter as well in that respect, uh, a lot of the things and focus that he does and. You know, that would be another another aspect that he would talk about is is, you know, lack of preseason, you know, lack of really having that same kind of part The you know, the fact of a you know full season going into a summer tournament and then you know having an injury and then, you know, pretty much not playing, you know, game time kind of full 90 minutes. And then in a, you know, two to three week stretch, you know, being called upon a couple of times, it probably was not that again, you know, to your point that that Liverpool, you know, really put him in a bad situation. I'm not necessarily saying that, but I think it is kind of one of those things to where Dan, if you do Dan, if you don't, you know, I mean, he's going to yeah. need to get the minutes to, to, to really do that. And sometimes these kind of things can occur, but you know, the, the, the ultimate, you know, fault here, because I think you, you made an excellent point in, in bringing up the Newcastle fact is, is really the, the ultimate blame should go to the English FA. I mean, yeah. they create this situation to where you have to have teams that are now prioritizing which tournaments, you know, in, in a, uh, again, very congested two month schedule. Do they, you know, do they prioritize? Um, and, and or in the case to where they're going to get lambasted by the media by not treating certain tournaments, then um, you know, adequately or evenly, uh, that they're now forced to play players then, you know, with two to three days rest. And so, uh, you know, it's it, it's always been a controversial issue with you know the lack of winter break and all those kind of things. And I think it'll always continue to be that way when you have you know this string of injuries that always kind of creep up around the same time period with all the teams in the Premier League um, you know from that case so the, the good news is though <clears throat> is that the club was saying that they weren't going to be ready for the FA Cup match but and maybe not um, maybe not uh, even maybe sorry for Spurs on the weekend but they're saying that like Fabino's close um, and Lovren's close and um was it Matip as well? Might be close as well. I mean, heck, Ox was. We'll get there in a second. But Ox was a surprise for me. I was surprised to see Ox yeah. on the on the bench. Brian, Brian was yeah. thinking that he, watching back in that replay, and you see his and you see his knee moving, uh, and you're or immediately you see him in the boot walking around. You're like, crap. You know, he he could have really damaged that ankle. So um, it's good to see him back on the pitch, even though he might not be 100 percent ready to go. You know, he got to run out, and and <laughs> it will we'll get there in a minute. So um, let's just let's just do it, man. Is there a man of the match? I'm just gonna go team team man of the match. This one, <laughs> <All right. laughs> you guys, Michael, uh, Michael, uh, Gabe, you guys have a man of the match? 
just jump in. Yeah, I would just say again. I think it's you could take your pick between Mane and Salah. You know, certainly Mane has the the kind of game decider, but really, you know, again, if it wasn't for that brilliant save from Anderson from you know Salah's you know second effort there, that was a clear goal. He had, I think, he was just a little bit more of the lively of the two. So I'll I'll, I'll give it to, to Salah for this one. All right, Michael, you got you got a man of the match. Can I give it to Dean Henderson? Is, is that allowed? <laughs> usually, usually this is a winning <laughs> team, but if you want to give it to Dean Henderson, well, I'll, I guess I'll allow it this time. <laughs> so, well, I, you know, if it's, I'll, I'll pick Henderson just so that I don't say the same thing as Gabe, but I think that uh, the amount of control. <laughs> well, no, sorry, Jordan Henderson. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan Henderson. Um, the amount of control that he showed in the midfield and, um, you know, his passing in particular this match I thought was um, uh, spectacular. So I, I, I do really think that uh, Sala had the better game between he and Mane, but I, I can still feel comfortable giving it to Jordy. All right. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's end this Henderson talk and start talking about the FA Cup <laughs> Derby. Um, I was not feeling no Hendersons appear. <laughs> no Hendersons, yes. Um, <laughs> but some T Rex arms. Okay, so I, I was not feeling very optimistic about this match before the match. I was actually talking with my my oldest because um, he just got his brand new um, Allison Becker jersey. I was telling him, you know, Becker's not going to play today. Um, do you really want to wear that jersey because you don't want to wear something new the first time and it'd be a loss because then it's a jinx. Um, and he's like, no, nah, I'm going to wear it anyways. So uh, Everton put out their perceived best lineup and Liverpool feeling like they needed to rest some of their most more senior starters um, after this, this this fixture pileup that we've been talking about um, and because they have some injuries. So they, they couldn't risk any more injuries and the bodies were tired. So Klopp basically fields the U23 side uh, with with Adrian, Milner, Minamino, and Adam Lallana. So the Anfield streak against Everton uh, was on the line, and the match starts as we expected. It was mostly Everton in the first half. Um, looked at. We had some good glances, I think, from uh, Harvey Elliott was was doing some job. I think the guys are hanging in there, but Everton were seeing a lot of the ball. And they were seeing some good chances. I think Adrian makes a lot of good stops there as well. Um, but however, it's not long into the match, but Milner picks up an injury and replaced by yet another youngster in Larucci. Um, do you guys remember watching Larucci up at Notre Dame? Yeah. Yeah, I liked cool. him. I mean, it, it, yeah, with, the, with, the dread, with the with the dreads there, it always stood out. You know, that was the. I mean, when you're kind of you know looking on it and you're actually seeing people live, like it's always like, all right, you know, and and, and obviously, you know, for the practice, you know, we, it, it was a decent view. But you know, in other situations, I'm like, all right, you know, I'm trying to pick out based on numbers and all that stuff, and you know, people jump around numbers for preseason at times too, kind of thing. Uh, but Larucci, you, you you could always find the Larucci. That was that was always one of the easier ones. To, to sit out with the dreads there, so I love that. Yeah, and he wasn't far that. forward like Divac, so <laughs> sport the dreads as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah has it completely different though. Yeah, true, true. Now, uh, my my thing with Larucci is is that Brian, either Brian being Brian and just trying to create a conversation or not, but we were we were in the media area and he uh, 
and he asked James Pierce how to say LaRucci's name. And so he hears from James Pierce how to say LaRucci. So that, that was kind of fun. So you can just imagine that, uh, <laughs> Brian. So, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to say it wrong. You know, <laughs> just, you can just see Brian doing that. Being so, Brian. Being Brian. Love it. I love it. So, uh, so anyway, um, Liverpool had maybe one shot on target the whole first half. Uh, we already talked about Adrian, um, and it stays nil-nil at halftime. So Liverpool come out in the second half, and they start to have more possession. However, in the 71st minute, Curtis Jones and Divac Origi play a little 1-2, one, 1-2. Two, one, two. It comes back to Jones. Ox is calling for it. It's a great picture from the from the touchline. If you get a chance, Ox is going, "What are you doing?" And and, and Ox just from from Tuxith's own Curtis Jones calls his own number, puts it upper ninety far post, and T Rex arms can't get to it. It is one nil <laughs> Liverpool. The Union Jack pub goes crazy. Anfield's going nuts. Oh man, against almost all odds, Liverpool advance in the FA Cup. Everton still haven't won a trophy since 1995, and they haven't won at Anfield since 1999. I love it. I love every single minute of it. I love the fact that they're singing, he only has little arms. He only has little arms. He couldn't touch, he couldn't touch the crossbar. He couldn't touch the crossbar. He's only got little arms. <laughs> Love it. His name and a song now, you know. Oh so. man, it's great. It's great. So, um, Toxis own. Have, you know, who? All right, quick trivia. Who else is from Toxith? Oh god, Liverpool player, famous Liverpool player. From what? From from Toxith area. It's Robbie Fowler. It's Robbie Fowler. Fowler, Fowler. Yep, Robbie Fowler. Oh god. <laughs> from Tokesith. Um, so, uh, anyway, so let's start talking about some individual player performances. So it was the first time we got a, a chance to see uh, Minamino in the Liverpool red. Uh, Michael, what did you think about Minamino in the match? I thought he was brilliant. I was frustrated when he came off. All right, Gabe, Minamino. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, it, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a tough situation. In terms of uh, you know, kind of first first opportunity to play, you're, you're playing with mostly the the reserve team kind of thing. That so you know you're not going to have any chemistry with anyone, uh, you know, frankly. And and I think it's just you know I'm sure that you know Klopp gave some pretty simple instruct instructions. Um, you know the way that that Salzburg played, um, you know, with the the, the high press um, and and kind of the double teaming in certain situations. So it's certainly not foreign, you know, for for Minamino yeah. in terms of those kind of concepts. But I'm sure they set him a pretty easy game plan um, just to kind of get inundated with, with Liverpool squad. Um, you know, no complaints, uh, but certainly that's, it's one that I'm, you know, looking forward in, in other situations to kind of see, um, you know, how he can, how he can really help the, the club through the, through the year. Yeah. The, the signs are there that, that it's going to be a good, it's going to be a good play um, to, to pick him up. So I, I'm, I'm happy with him. you know, we saw just a little bit of him. I liked it. Um, I think he's going to, he's going to fit this team pretty nicely. Uh, the curious do you, case. Do you think, Go ahead. Uh, his instructions were get the ball and don't give it to anybody else. <laughs> I think it was. No, I think it was because it was basic. Yeah, probably, probably in 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 German, no less. Yeah, he, he gave instructions <laughs> just just to see if Benavido, you know, uh, you know, has been pulling any of that over in Austria just to just to ensure. So, <laughs> but but say but say fuck in English a couple times like Jesse Marsh. All right, um, I don't know if that translates. Anyway, um, <laughs> the the curious case is that 
that is Adam Lalana. Uh, I thought he was really good in this match. I mean, and uh, do you think maybe his career is going to continue on? He's out of contract at the end of the summer. Uh, Gabe, what do you think about about Lalana? Yeah, I mean, he'll he'll definitely continue on, you know, somewhere else. Uh, you know, in that respect, I mean, he's still got. Uh, I, I think if he's if he's managed well in the respect of 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 where his body's at at this point in time you know i think he needs to go to a, a slower league uh you know when it's not gonna be as demanding and, and i think he can definitely um you know put in you know a couple more um you know very good you know to, to really you know be the star of of, of where he goes I, I again i don't i, I don't see I, if i were him i wouldn't do a you know uh, again i wouldn't touch anywhere near the premier league in that situation um but but that that aside, I, yeah, it was it was definitely good. I think you know it's, it's more of indication, and, and I'm not really trying to, to try to talk him down there, but more of indication of just how bad Everton is <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> yeah, they had a, a lot of chances, but I mean, let's be real here. I mean, you know, we we have a situation to where this, is, you know, even with your intro, uh, you know, I think that the the you know the most confident red, you know, in this situation when we're uh, you know undefeated, you know, in the, in the Premier League. Through the course of the season, is still seeing this as a potential banana peel game. You know, it's you know it's a derby match kind of thing. It, it happens to be the FA Cup as well. There's just at some point all, all those things. You know, when, when you get when you hear my first thought, just because I'm an internal pessimist with this. You know, my first thought when you hear you know Everton hasn't won at Anfield you know since 1999. Your first thought is, well, you know, they're they're clearly due, right? Yeah, so, you know, yeah. Is this, I, I'm with you, you know, game. I'm a pessimist too. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's just the match that that it happened. So. In the lineup that we place, you know, again, you get a Minamino's first day here. You, you get, you know, um, uh, you know, Carvel, who's who's, you know, almost out in the abyss. You know, I, I, you know, for times that you kind of forget about, you know, some of the some of the people who who've made an appearance, you know, a couple seasons ago when they were, you know, then the the youth player that might kind of come through, um, and and you know, a, a back line to where honestly, one of my biggest fears was just seeing Gomez. Have to play. You know, we're talking about all these injuries, and I want to keep putting that again in the in the atmosphere. But the um, <clears throat> you know having Gomez you know play two games in 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 the span of about you know four days there um, you know or three days also had me worried. So there's a lot mm-hmm. of elements to where we really should have you know probably fallen our face with with kind of what happened. But you know we just keep chugging along, and and again <laughs> I. I I love so much that it was against Everton because it's just there's no better club to see fail and fail so miserably than see it be Everton. Maybe, <laughs> maybe United, maybe United, but but but, United, but, yeah. but 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 Everton. It's a close close race between those two. So I'm looking for the tweet right now, but Paul Mason had a great one. It said, "We're here. Here it is. <laughs> We're starting Pedro Chiravella in the in the Merseyside Derby." Basically, Everton have to fold if we win this, and then we win it. And he tweets for hard, uh, or oh gosh, for hard Mashiri, owner of Everton Football Club. <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna skip ahead. I thought Shiravella was good. I mean, he had so, he had a few things. Don't don't get me wrong. You know, I'm not ready to to bring him in and have him play a first team match all the time, um, but. I think he might have a career championship side um, coming up. He's 23, so I don't know if he's going to be sticking around much longer. Um, but I thought he had a good match. Uh, Michael, prove me, talk to, tell me why I'm wrong. I know it's the Brian thing. But. Uh, I think he had a mediocre to poor first half, and I think he had a very good second half. I think he tightened up, 
quit giving the ball away so much. Um, yeah, I, I can't say that you're wrong. Um, I too had completely forgotten Chiravella hadn't, you know, left the club about four years ago. Uh, but, um, no, I, 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 I do think you're right. And, uh, I agree with Gabe that perhaps Lilana should move to a slower league. So I'm, I'm, Ligoon. 15% confident that Lalana, Chiravella, and David De Gea will all be playing for Valencia next year. <laughs> Valencia? <laughs> wow. These are just old predictions here. I, I love it. I, 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 mean, I, I was pretty shocked. That's why we bring Michael on the pod. Bold prediction, Michael. He just... <laughs> He's on fire. All right. Uh, um, we we no, meant. No, I, I, I am. I am. All right, a little bit, but no, I, I do agree with you, Joe. Chirabel had a, a brilliant game. Yeah. Um, speaking of, we already mentioned him, but uh, Larucci, um, not expected to start. Comes in, he's been battling injury. That's why we didn't see him mu- much of him. He got he got rocked in in preseason, as I recall. I think there was a bad foul. Uh, yeah, it was the last game. It was uh, it was it the side that we are now never again going to play a preseason it, it, match again? It was a Spanish side that probably David De Gea is going to be going to. <laughs> yeah. So it was a Sevilla. I think it was Sevilla. It was, yeah, Sevilla, Sevilla. I think that's right. Um, but, yeah. but yeah, no, so I, I, and in retrospect, we all would have wished for him to start the match over uh, James Milner, but, you know, I'm sure the thinking was. Milner would provide a little bit of maturity to that side. And, so and he's the vice I, captain. I understand the reasoning. But. And he's the vice captain. I mean, it's it's just awesome. Yeah. He, he had to start that match. <laughs> um, I think Gabe, LaRucci, what did you think about LaRucci in the match? Uh, I thought, great. I mean, I think, you know, obviously a, a new standard, you know, has been set, um, you know, with Liverpool in terms of what, what Klopp is expecting, you know, from the fullbacks. And, and again, it's, it's reassuring to see, you know, again, this kind of, you know, top-down model to where, um, you know, again, we're, we're, we're aligning everything, you know, from the senior team, you know, to the U23s, um, you know, and, and downward um, to where, you know, there's, there's just going to be certain attributes that you're looking for. And, and so we're not going to have fullbacks to where, the, you know, the only priority is, is from a defensive standpoint. Yeah. You know, they're going to need to be able to, to, to uh, you know, have some attacking edge on them, you know, at least – make it difficult for the defenders on the opposing side, to, you know, to know which, which person am I marking, you know, or, you know, who are we double teaming? Can we afford that? Um, and, and I thought, you know, uh, LaRucci was, was, was great. I thought, you know, Nico Williams was also, I mean, it's, it's a player yeah. who I don't um, see very often. Um, don't hear about uh, very often. And, and I thought um, he as well put in uh, a great performance on, on the, on the opposite side. Yeah. Um, so it just, there, there was, you know, it, it, you know, it was, it was a nervy first half. Don't get me wrong. It, it, it really, again, Everton really should have had, uh, you know, Adrian deserves a lot of credit, but, you know, and, and especially in situations to where, you know, he's got his, his, there, there was a couple, you know, kind of feet type saves, um, too specifically that, I, that I'm remembering <laughs> where it's just, you know, quick reactions, but, yep. you know, he's, he's fortunate enough that the Everton players have this whole entire goal and they, they decide to, to keep shooting it right exactly where, where Adrian is standing. Um, you know, so you know, beyond beyond that kind of first half jitters, and again, you can totally expect that with the type type of team that we have out there with the youth there, and and you know, probably losing one of the most senior people, or not probably, definitely the most senior person that was on that pitch <laughs> with Milner, um, in a, in an early injury to see them still kind of 
you know, kind of rally through some of those early parts. There were some some real highlights, you know, out of that. I, you know, we'll certainly get to Chris Jones because that that was that, that's clearly the, the the biggest highlight from there. I, I'm always continue to be impressed by 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 Divock, you know, before getting to youngsters, just in terms of his his capacity to accept the role that he's in and and always do well and and find something, you know, to get out of the match. Uh, you know, he's he's really just a a player that we can always kind of count on, you know, even if we only give him 10 minutes, you know, he's going to find some, some way to contribute. Um, you know, I, I, again, I, I think Elliot didn't look like he was out of his element, um, you know, at all. Um, so just, just really, it, it's, it's reassuring to, to see that. I think the only, uh, the only thing that I'll, I'll tie on just to kind of bring it back a little bit, um, you know, is it's just disappointing that, you know, again, boosters had a little bit of injury, uh, situations kind of too that that have kind of not really let this let him you know be able to work anything to this campaign but that was kind of one area that i was you know i was really looking forward to these kind of you know fa cup uh league cup type matches because there was you know liverpool itself may be to its own detriment now really hyped up you know brewster this this campaign and that was one of the big things about not signing you know uh, another striker um you know in, in that respect that we're going to see a you know kind of a stepping up role and it's just been unfortunate that that hasn't you know really you know come to fruition um as of yet so that's really the only kind of thing to where it, it's it's a it's disappointing in, in this kind of match that we weren't able to see him really be able to to you know again take that kind of next step but but it's again it's, it's understandable uh, that he hasn't really you know, again, with injury issues and some other things, it just hasn't really taken flight. Oh, I mean, let's not let's be honest. I mean, Bruce doesn't start this match because he's just coming back from injury and yep. he's lined to go up out, out on loan. So they're not going to risk a loan deal for him um, <laughs> in that regard. But all, all that, though, but all that is a is a concept. I mean, like, you know, if, if if the whole entire objective was, you know, we could have had him, you know, on loan with, with a club that, that probably could have had a better choosing of clubs than to put him on loan. And he has a full year with that. If that's the direction that we really want. I mean, it, it, there's just been a series of setbacks that I, 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 you know, that even happened before the injury that just have, have not yeah, allowed for him right. to really progress. And I, and it's going to, it's going to be a year lost really in, in the grand scheme of things, which is, again, it's just a, the only kind of realistic, again, you know, eternal pessimist kind of, perspective that, that i'm just taking from from all the the great things that are going on liverpool right now is is, is just that but but yeah no fair fair enough with that but, but sure. aside from injury i think that also the thing that keeps pushing him back is the evolution of harvey elliott i mean guy's 16 years old and i thought he, he could he could probably slide in as a sub and in, in for the first team if needed i thought he looked he, it didn't look too big for him i don't think the game looked too big for him or anything like that but i was a fan of harvey in this match yeah so, yeah I, I, well, Michael, you know, you 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 go ahead and, and yeah, jump on. in, <laughs> jump in. I don't want to argue the game all night. No, I'll tell you one thing for sure. Harley Riella is uh, he's fucking quick. Yeah, um, I think it's the haircut. Then, he basically sorry. has lightning bolts in his hair. So. <laughs> yeah. all that extra aerodynamic efficiency he's getting with all those those little razor detailing in, into his haircut um no i think he looks especially good going forward uh his passing is unbelievable uh has he not played in a premier league game for us yet i feel like i remember him coming on like super he came on he came on sheffield yeah okay is that the first one uh, I, I don't, actually, I don't think so. It may have been a couple. Uh, 
it was Le- it was League Cup. It was uh, okay. uh, it was the other the other. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, but yeah, I'm I'm going based on memory, and that's that's not always a great thing for me to go on, but but uh, fair. Yeah. And, <laughs> no, but I uh, I don't think he's ever looked out of his depth once in a game that he's played for Liverpool. Uh, I remember being inf- impressed by him when we played him last. Did he play the game at Anfield or at Craven Cottage last year? Or part of it? Uh, I think it was the Craven. But again, you're you're you're, you're yeah, that's going back, and I wasn't looking for know. him then. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it, I, he impressed me in whatever game that was. <laughs> um, you know, his but, his first EPL match was uh, was the second Sheffield United when he came okay. on for Mo Salah. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, bring no, your that, train of thought. That's, that <laughs> All right, uh, that's what she said. Okay, um, and so you know, we, we kind of Gabe kind of lumped a few guys in together um, that I was going to talk about, but I want to talk about the I want to talk about the back line a little bit. Uh, we, well, we already mentioned the two outsides. <clears throat> but I really, I was really impressed with uh, with the way Joe Gomez led the back line. Um, you can tell that he's obviously ready to make that his position again, and then he's watching and learning from Virgil. Because um, Nat Phillips, let's be honest, he <laughs> he, he was playing for the second for <clears throat> for uh, Stuttgart in the Bundesliga two or whatever it's called, and uh, and he comes back and he's only been here for a day or two, and he he had a solid performance. Um, I think a lot of that goes to Joe Gomez, but I think that that they you you know we they got a, a little bit of a slow start, um, and Everton got a lot of looks the first half, but they got it together in the second half, and they, I mean they they might have gotten a couple shots, but man, Richarlison <laughs> he was quiet all day. He didn't hear his name. Calvert Lewin, yeah. uh, a lot of guys they hate playing against him, but let's be honest, I remember seeing Nat Phillips in Notre Dame going, "Holy cow, that dude's big!" I mean, not Virgil big, but he's just solid. He's big and solid. And, uh, and yeah, it was, it, I was quite, quite like, holy cow, who's this dude? Um, but I, I thought, I thought the whole back line was, had a, had a good solid game. And Adrian, like, like Gabe said, uh, great, great saves kept us in it, um, in, in the first half for sure. So, um, you guys want to jump in on any of that? Michael, you didn't get a chance to talk too much, uh, <laughs> about the, about the, uh, about the back line or Adrian. Um, I think that uh, Phillips grew into the game very similar to Chirabella. I think he had a reasonable first half. I think his first half is more reasonable than Chirabella's, um, but I think he really grew into the game uh, in the second half and uh, started pushing up the pitch a little bit more and being more confident uh, in his tackling. But um, Adrian was spectacular this match. I know that many of the saves that he had weren't the – you know, the ones that he had to stretch for, but I think his his proficiency um, played a large part in us not having to replay Everton in a, in a couple weeks. So I was, I was, sure was quite pleased with, with Adrian's performance. I was quite happy with not having that um, <laughs> replay, be perfectly yeah, that's, honest. That's the biggest biggest thing of the, the whole the whole game for sure. Yeah. We need another game right now. <laughs> oh, geez, yeah. I mean, l- luckily, even if it is the kids. I mean, I mean Milner <laughs> got hurt in this game. 
let's also be honest. Um, there, this is the first year with uh, winter break. It's two weeks, of the bit. we still have to get to February for that. Um, but anyway, it is what it is. Um, let's also don't we have a week off after Spurs? It, it, yeah, well, we have a whole week, but it's not like two solid weeks in between matches that they were going to call winter break. Um, it, it goes Spurs then United. <clears throat> And or is it the FA Cup fourth round in there? Can't remember. We have United on the nineteenth. Oh, yes, the twenty third. Tottenham on the eleventh. Yeah, it's eleventh, nineteenth, and like twenty fourth or something like that. Anyways, okay. Um, One quick question before we move on. Um, Nat Phillips recalled from Stuttgart. Do you think that maybe this is a sign that the Joel Matip injury is worse? Than what um, was originally anticipated, Gabe. Uh, no, I, I mean I think he's one of those situations to where, you know, and 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 I, I was not feeling following you know Phillips in terms of his campaign, so I'm not sure how many appearances <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Again, um, you know, but I, I you know I, I think with the the lack of center back options, uh, I, I I don't you know I, I don't know if I, if I see enough from Phillips to where he's going to have a you know, a, a career at Liverpool. I think it's a situation to where it, it, it's in your best interest to, to, to recall, to, to have bodies for this match. I mean, you already again have Gomez going on, on three days. Uh, you know, you want to rest Virgil. He's probably not going to miss much of anything for the, the rest of the season. Um, you know, that, that it just made sense to, to kind of do it. Even if it stunts again, the fact that you get a little bit more game time elsewhere than, than playing, you know, sometimes somewhat meaningless, you know, U23 matches. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I, who knows? I, I, again, I think the, the problem is just that the lack of information, which which is just the way that Liverpool is kind of doing it about it now. You know, as you, know, as we, as you pointed out with the, the Ox thing, just kind of coming out of nowhere uh, with it. You know, it could be good and bad when you don't hear anything. Um, so, you know, it just who, who knows what, what, what the situation is with, with, with Matip. Um uh, you know, I, I think that if there was some real concern, um, I, I think you would see somebody tapped up in a, in a Minamino's type situation to where they could pull someone in. And and granted, you know, our, our recruiting has done a great job in in the, you know in in Germany, um, you know, to where we could probably pull someone, and that's a little bit more first team caliber, ready to go right now we were really concerned about more than just the next couple of weeks to a month. So, so who knows? Because, you know, we, we don't hear about any transfer news really until it happens. <laughs> True. You know, that are, that are really actually take place. You know, I, I mean, I, I didn't hear a thing about Minamino and then they're kind of flaunting it out, you know, before the transfer window even happens, which I think just kind of shows how they, they really saw him filling a spot that they just wanted to make sure that they had secured, you know, for the second half of the season. Um, and, and, and the way that we're going about our business, we don't have it kind of really already in mind, you know, I'm not sure it's going to happen. So, so again, I just think the lack the, the fact that we're, you know, maybe not going to do any kind of knee jerk reaction is probably a good sign that, that there, there's not worse than expected with, with Matab, even though he's again, maybe on an Island somewhere drinking a mojito. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I I think- my, I've been sick for the past couple of days, so I know it's, it's it's getting really bad as as we go on, so I apologize. <laughs> it's all right. My, my my son's been battling the uck as well. So um, yeah, <laughs> Michael, you wanted to say something, man. What do you? Yeah, thinking? Gabe, you're you're kind of poking around this, but 
between the opening or between Phillips arriving and between the closing of the winter transfer window, we play five matches. Yeah. And Tottenham is probably the least likely to end up with an injured Liverpool player out of all five of those matches. The other four are the Everton match we just played, United at home, Wolves away, West Ham away. I, you know, we can loan Phillips back out on January 31st somewhere, maybe even back to Stuttgart. But in the meantime, at least, you know, yeah. we have cover for four of the most physical games that we're going to have for the rest of the year. Fair. Fair. <clears throat> All right. Um, that's that's a great point. So, yeah, okay. Well, let's move on. So, um, man of the match, can it go anywhere else but Curtis Jones for that beautiful yeah. strike? I mean, I, I don't know if I can give it to anybody else. Uh, I'll take a poke at this. Okay, go for it. Michael, I'm your Huckleberry. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of my favorite lines from a movie ever. But (laughs) every bit of Jones' goal was was uh, absolutely stunning, including the fact, like how casually he's just pointing at the ground, like just just lay it up for me, buddy. I I got this. Don't worry about it. Um, Pickford had no chance to get to that. Neither would have Allison. I mean, you could have stuck both of them in goal and they still wouldn't have gotten that shot. Um, I really don't think Pickford had a terrible game, uh, all things considered. You know, we didn't have a plethora of shots. Um, but everything he could do, he did proficiently enough. Um, but, yeah, I'd, I'd, I would argue that Adrian had a slightly better game than Jones. And I would, I would argue that uh, you could give Adrian the, uh, the man of the match. All right. I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> game it's and, fair. You know, this, no, I, oh, good. No, good. Michael. I'll be very quick about this tangent, but this yeah. goes to my, my English keeper, you know, uh, situation is, you know, Jordan Pickford, while he had, you know, no chance to get to that goal has been atrocious. He let five in. Uh, the last time we played Everton this season. Uh, and he's out acting like a complete asshole, taking four and a half minutes to chug a beer at the darts <laughs> tournament. Um, you know, when his team are essentially fighting relegation, you know, if I was England's coach, uh, Dean Henderson is looking more and more like he may uh, be kicking Jordan Bickford the curb. Gareth Gareth Southgate. Yep, uh, yep, yep. There we, it is. We it. know that you're listening. No, I dig it. We know you I you're listening. <laughs> so Gareth Southgate, Dean Henderson. Actually, I'm looking up who uh, England's number two goalkeeper is. He must be shit if he's the number two. It's probably still um uh Joe uh the old city keeper um <laughs> Crazy Joe Hart. <laughs> yeah, isn't it still Joe Hart? No, he's he's at West Ham, or he or is at West well, Ham. Yeah, he, is, he, he was. West he was at West Ham. No, he said, "Who the fuck is he at now?" No, he's not at West Ham anymore. He's he's, at, he's uh, on the continent. I thought he was on the continent. I don't, I don't know. I I, I, I don't I talk no about keepers any more than I have to. To be quite honest, <laughs> no. no, that you know that hurts uh, we, my we had we had a week when we saw England's number one and. Number three, apparently, played the best team in the league. Well, no, no. England's number three played the best team in the league. <laughs> England's number one played the mm, best team in the league. The, the second best team on the Mersey side. Yeah, the second best team on the Mersey side. Yeah. 
Okay, here we go. I'm on the England site. Keep going. All right. Um, so I just wanted to say before before we wrap this up, um, <laughs> Nick Pope is the number two. Dean Henderson is oh, okay. number three. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Nick Nick Pope's have been having a uh, he's been having a pretty decent season too. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I love I love all the songs that have been going around, but I had never heard this one and. We're listening to some of these guys from from Redmond, they're like, "Hey, we were dusting off stuff like you wouldn't believe." Um, <laughs> Liverpool are magic, and Everton are tragic. Na 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 na. <laughs> and that, that's pretty much a way to sum it all up. So, um, yes, it's a walking soap opera. <laughs> oh my gosh, uh, I feel bad. Ancelotti's that's very got, complimentary, dude. Ancelotti's got, <laughs> it's a lot of yelling and beating, and it's just it's not it's not good. Oh man, and Ancelotti's probably going. What the fuck did I get myself into? <laughs> this whole team needs to be sold. <laughs> All right, <Yeah. laughs> so uh, let's look ahead a minute. So this weekend uh, we're traveling to uh, the I don't know what the fuck it's called, but the New White Hart Lane. It, it Maybe yeah. is that what it's called? Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't. <laughs> so, yeah. Gonna play Spurs. That's what they call it the New White Hart Lane. <laughs> the official naming. <laughs> no, I, I thought it was uh, White Hart Lane two point one. <laughs> it took long enough. <laughs> they yeah. had to do it. White Hart Lane. We finally built it. <laughs> oh my god! Um, so anyway, they they're traveling up to London. Um and oh Jesus Christ, it's the worst name. Okay, it is wait. literally just Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Oh. Well, that's it's probably a it's probably a, a TBD until some big money person comes out, or you know or a company comes out to do sponsor rights. But yeah, so well, you think they would have sold those already? <laughs> they needed the money. That's like how I do my my soccer you know you know fantasy teams is I, I at least put a placeholder name. Thinking that at some point I'll come back to actually thinking of something creative, and then I ended up not, and Gabe's I just team. keep it as the name for the entire time. But it's just Gabe Smith's team. <laughs> it's, it's just how it plays out. You know, they're waiting for it, but it'll just eventually stay that way years from now. You know. Oh man! All right, so we're gonna play Spurs um, at home. Harry Kane, I believe, is I don't know. It was kind of they didn't they. Who knows? They could be playing games, um, but Harry Kane probably out for the match. Uh, got injured in the in the FA Cup match. No, and uh, excuse me, before the FA Cup match and their last league match. Um, so he's going to be spending some time on the sidelines. But one could argue that Spurs tend to play better without Harry Kane. Um, so it's first time we're seeing Josie Mourinho in this new look. I'm very has been very complimentary of Liverpool as of late too, which makes me really kind of feeling weird. Um, not in a good way. Um, so, Michael, what are you thinking about this this Spurs match at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? I don't even want to watch it. I <laughs> listen, listen. Josie Mourinho is going to come. He's going to park a bus. Uh, you know, he's going to shoot out all the tires and put the brake on, so it cannot be moved. And. Uh, we got to sit there and watch us, you know, blast 42 shots on a 10-man target. And <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, they'll, they'll try to counter with, with Sun, but, I mean, let's be honest. Christian Eriksen is an attacking midfielder, and you're going to make him defend um, this I, match. 
I think particularly against us, they're lucky that Harry Kane's not fit so that they have to play Son because, yeah, as you said, a counterattack is going to be the best bet for goal. And, you know, Harry can't just sit up next to the goal and wait for something to hit him in the face and go in. <laughs> or uh, dive. When they're counterattacking. <laughs> so it, it, I honestly think Joe Joe Gomez might hit him in the mouth if he dives on him. <laughs> <laughs> or Andy Roberts will come over and tell him to shut the fuck up or something. <laughs> 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 oh, Andy, Andy's got a mouth on him. Andy's he got a does. Mouth on him for sure. What was it that uh that Fluminese guy uh was running his mouth at Sadio all game? Was playing really shitty, and, and Andy had had enough of him too. And goes, hold on, Sadio, I'll take care of this. <laughs> I think it was several times in that game. I've, I've been meaning to go back and rewatch it. And I haven't. Was it was it Rafina? Something. It began with an R. Yeah. Yeah, because it was because it's due with the helmet. So it was Rafinha because he okay. was the bane of my existence the entire match. It was like every every little fan's most hated person on that that team oh, through the shit. through the portion had that you know near PK situation. You know that the, the reverse, but yeah, the the, uh, the um, you know the, the Andy Bar though was set. If we're really going to go back to when that was set, anybody that steps up to to Messi. And it's just, I, I mean, I thought it was a little too soon, you know, in the bars and magic, I didn't know what was to come. Uh, but you know, that, that, I mean, again, wh- whether it's fully there or not, that's a, that's a cojones. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, you know, messy right there. But he, he was going, he was going, look, I, you know, I, I, I don't give a shit who you are. So he put his, I am William Wallace. <laughs> I am William Wallace, and I've got <laughs> flame shooting out me otters. <laughs> Freedom! Freedom! Freedom. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So are we? So are we? We gonna? I mean, are we thinking draw, or are you thinking probably we'll we'll find a way to score a few? Uh, so I, I mean, you know, Mourinho's really got to be feeling right now. I, I mean, you know, there's. The, the the stuff from you know from losing you know against his his two other Premier League clubs you know United when they were in shambles you know <laughs> at that point going into the match and, and then Chelsea and a in a really vindication there for for Lampard um, you know it, it's you know I, you know he's he's gonna he's gonna obviously put all of his eggs in in the FA Cup basket with there and they do a draw against Middlesbrough I, I mean he's looking for something so I think. You know, to to Michael's point, I I don't think that he's really fully parked the bus yet at, at Spurs that we that we've we've seen him. You know, in terms of the modern era, uh, Mourinho. But I I I think he he's desperate for something. So he really probably needs to draw this, even if it's at home. Um, he needs some kind of result. So I, I you know I I just think that uh, the way we're playing, we got you know a little bit of the rest there. There's just a lot of pressure. That locker room for Spurs right now is just not in the right place. Again, I think there's some inner dynamics there. Uh, it's obviously beyond Pochettino. Um, Erickson's you know, gone. Of, I mean, seriously. There's, 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 he... some, there's some issues there. I, I think Liverpool's, you know, going to find a, a way to get the, the full win. Even even I could even see like a, a 2-0 result. I just think they're they're really not in a good place right now with Spurs. Uh, Erickson's gone. I don't think he's even listening to contract extension options. Uh, Jan Vertonghen just signed a new deal. I guess Josie told him. I saw I was reading up a little bit, and I guess Josie made him feel that he was going to be valuable and is a big part of the team going forward, and that's what Jan wanted to hear. So Vertonghen signed, but um, 
but yeah, I mean, you you just they're a team in turmoil. They they lack identity, and I don't think Josie's found that identity yet, and they might not find it this season. Um, that's that's kind of where it is. They might need to figure out when what they're going to do with Erickson, and then and then kind of build fill in the places. Are they just going to have Lucas Mora come in and, and play for Erickson in the center attacking midfield? Uh, they have Sun there, and then and then uh, and. Still go that lone striker? I don't know. I, I think Josie's Josie's still trying to find that identity in that Spurs team, and I, I think we're going to probably nick a win. I think it's going to be a little bit closer because even when they do park the bus, we we struggle at times to break them down. Um, we 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 do, and we'll get a shot. I mean, heck, I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll maybe we'll get some world-class Trent strike again or, or Robbo come, <laughs> Robbo come flying in back post or something, you know, and just catch and catching Hugo Lloris uh, napping or whatnot. Um, so yeah, we'll see. I, I think, I think we'll probably pull out a win. Michael, what are you thinking, man? Um, I'm fairly confident that we're going to pull out a win, uh, just because we seem to continue to do so with so much regularity. Um, I think the goal really could come from anywhere, though, Joe. I think uh, Jose Mourinho is one of the few managers that from the start has really understood how important the fullbacks were to Liverpool's um, attacking prowess. Uh, so I, I, I think that, as both of you have mentioned, I think that the, the talent available and the effort that they look like they're putting into it right now is what's really going to hold them back. Um, but, you know, like I said before, um not really looking forward to this game. It's, uh, I, I seem to be saying it's one of the few I'm nervous about more frequently about matches these days. <laughs> uh, but it, it is Jose Mourinho and he's always a pain in the ass. And I just would have loved for him to, you know, stay the fuck away from the league until after we played Tottenham. Yeah. yeah. He, he, he just is always my wild card. You never know what to expect with him. I mean, well, or you expect him to park the bus, but you don't know if it's going to work or not, <laughs> you know? Sure. Sure. Uh, but yeah, it's just kind of always a wild card for me. Speaking of wild cards, the next match after that, we've already mentioned Manchester United at Anfield. Um, Manchester United is struggling, but, you know, we've talked before about wounded dogs. Is Ali going to somehow pull a miracle out at Anfield? I'm saying no. It's going to be like a 3-0 Liverpool win, and I don't, I don't predict <laughs> goals. <laughs> I'm knocking on wood. I'm not jinxing us. But uh, I'm saying no. It's, it's, it's Liverpool's for the taking, and we're going to – and we're we're going to be pissed about that uh, Old Trafford draw, and uh, and we're going to get the win. What are you thinking, Michael? I agree. Um, I think that our curse at Old Trafford continues, but even that could only hold us to a draw this year. I don't think United have shit. Uh, you know, they will show up for the game just because it's us, but I, I can't imagine that this isn't going to end up a Liverpool uh, victory. It, it just... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, th- their back line's getting better. Um, it still has moments, let's be honest. Um, <clears throat> but that midfield's a disaster. It, it depends. I mean, even if you're playing Pogba, their, their midfield is just a hot mess. Oh, I wouldn't say that. But, I, I mean, look, I, I, I think, you know, in reverse of, oh my God, I'm definitely a bit more nervous in United match than Spurs. I, I think I think we're... 
um, in, in good shape that, you know, United, it just, we just, we just don't put in, no matter what our form is, you know, we just don't put in uh, a solid match. Didn't, didn't second half of, of, uh, you know, the second fixture of last season when pretty much every advantage was in our, um, you know, in our court um, with how the game was starting to play out. We just, we just couldn't really be fluid at all. Um, and, and United, you know, they, they're just, they're, they're, they're having obviously a, a bad year, and I, and I love I love seeing them suffer. But you know their their biggest faults are always with lower lower teams. They're actually doing decently well against top six clubs. So they you did know, win the derby, didn't they? Oh uh, yeah, the derby. I mean, you have you have you have again in in terms of you know I mean they I mean put a number on Spurs you know and I I just think that um, you know the way the way that you know, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna be uh, you know a, a uh, again a United Liverpool match that that we're you know used to seeing of of, of old kind of thing. It, it's kind of a rework to where you know the you know Liverpool is gonna try to get on the edge and and United's gonna find any way to, to kind of stifle that uh, in, in the way that we were doing that you know five six seven years ago. Um, you know, because, you know, we, we weren't necessarily having the advantage on the pitch. So it's just, it's one of those things to where I just, I hate, I hate, I hate fucking playing United. Yeah. Um, no matter what their form is, they, they always find some way of, you know, cause, you know, putting a, putting a wrench in our plans kind of thing. Uh, that said, we're, this, this team this year is far different, you know, from, from years past, even, even in the past year, they just keep building upon everything. So, so I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, how, how Klopp, uh, tactically goes about that and seeing who all will be available, you know, by that point, hopefully we have some, some, some people who can also kind of come off the bench, maybe give a little resurgence there, whether it be, you know, Fabinho uh, or, or someone else. So in, in that case, it's going to provide a little, a little relief if we start getting some, some people back too. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying, Gabe. Um, it is, it is a lot of that derby mentality between Manchester United and Liverpool. Um, and, and I, I might be a little overconfident about that, but I mean, you're talking about last year, uh, the fixture at Danfield, we had a Josie Mourinho at Manchester United um, and just completely waxed them. They look completely, <laughs> completely ridiculous. Yeah. And then, uh, and then Ali at home um, didn't really know what to expect. I mean, he was still pretty new by the time we, when we played him. Um, so, you know, we don't, I don't know. No, no, sorry. He had been there since since he was interim. He had just had the interim tag uh, removed um, when they got that draw, which they which they say cost us the league last year. But we all know five millimeters cost us the league last year. Um, <clears throat> but but yeah, I I get what you're saying, and I I, I tend to agree. And I might have been a little, a little hasty in my prediction, but I I have a lot more confidence. I mean, it's at Anfield, and. And Ollie's treading water, honestly. I mean, come on, they, they drew. Granted, they played kids too, but they drew their FA Cup tie against a League One side or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, so and so they have to play another match in there as well. Um, so he's going to be searching no, keep, for something. Keep men, keep men full full season. I, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm I'm absolutely shocked that I can't Pochettino. <laughs> the first one out, uh, you know, but, and, and I'll even yeah. admit, I mean, I, you know, Chelsea, I thought, I didn't think, I didn't think Chelsea was going to be anywhere near and, and, and Frank doing a, you know, a pretty good job and, and playing some youngsters and really taking some chances. You know, I, I thought between him and Gunner is still probably going to be Gunner 
but but you know, I thought Franklin's gave him a run for the money, and and nope, nope, it's 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 probably it's probably the the person that pretty much every other, you know, I, I don't think anybody really has anything bad to say about Portino. You know, I mean, I mean, we we all hate Mourinho, clearly. <laughs> um, you know, you know, no one, you know, no one likes Gunner, you know, or kind of that, or actually we love Gunner. Stay stay in there as long as possible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ruin that uh, club. You know, <laughs> I, I, it, but of you know of the of the 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 big six the traditional six in that respect you know I, I thought Pochettino at that at time I think I think there was pretty much respect from all all the clubs with it kind of thing so that was always a surprise with it but nope Gunner long may he reign well long let, may he reign well, and, but and let's be honest worry, Gabe, by next week I'll be oh I'm worried this is one of the few I'm still worried about. So my, my opinion will certainly change uh, before that weekend. So. And, and who knows? He'll probably have, he'll probably have, exactly. sir, he'll have yeah. sir in that practice oh, all week shit. coaching the team, you know, and, and then he'll give that pregame speech like he did at Old Trafford. So we'll see, you know, <laughs> old Sir Alex Ferguson drawing up the tactics for Ollie because he's in that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's, uh, so it's exciting times to be a red top of the league game in hand. Uh, 13 points clear of Leicester, <laughs> Leicester city. I, I really want to say some stuff, but I am so, I don't want to just say it yet. Um, I about don't. all that stuff. So I'm not going to, I have all these things in my mind that I'm, I really hope happen and I will be so super happy if they do. Um, and then I'll tell you when they, <laughs> hey, I was thinking this, um, anyway, so uh, let's start wrapping it up. Um, plugs, non-plugs, Michael, you want to start off with plugs tonight? Non-plugs. Which one? Both? Yeah, you can give one of each or okay. one. Well, yeah, no, I, I didn't know if we were alternating or something. Oh, no, we, we do. That really yeah. this time. It's your time. Give your plug, non-plug, whatever you want to do. Okay, my plug for today is uh, the Ever Humble Shower Beer. Um, <laughs> I, I, I've got to say. He's a fan past, of it. Yeah, uh, over the past, uh, I don't know, year or so, uh, I've, you know, been doing stupid things like going to the gym and so i take a shower at night afterwards yeah. and uh i gotta tell you that the, the shower beer is one of the most sublime uh inventions uh of these modern times and uh i've got a shelf in my shower specifically for the shower beer nice it's uh yeah no, well i've got like this four shelf thing and just the top shelf that's the only thing that's ever on it uh i've even i've even printed off these these little uh you know label maker labels uh, i've not affixed them yet but you know i'm gonna i'm gonna make it official <laughs> nice hey <laughs> when, when you own the house might as well right um <laughs> if you, shower, shower shower beer has taken off whereas as as kramer's shower salad not so much no, no. Shower salad sounds awful. Dude, come on. You know that episode, right? Where Kramer of uh, Seinfeld, no, where Kramer. I, I, Gabe, bail me out here, man. Bail me out, Gabe. Oh, I, uh, yeah. No, I'm, uh, we, we even had a discussion. I, I made a Seinfeld reference to him. I think it was last night. Ago, and, yeah. Yeah, I was even, and, and it and it fell short. I, I was talking about the, the, yeah, the, the shower scene in terms of the, the no water pressure. <laughs> uh, he, was running, he was running dishwasher at the same time I was in the shower. <laughs> Uh, but, but it stopped right at the time that I was going to wash my hair. And I was like, <laughs> he, he apologized. And I was like, Oh no, no big deal. You know, it came out at the right time. And I was washing my hair. The last thing I want is to, you know, to look like Kramer, you know, when, <laughs> when he came out with, with no water pressure, kind of like, Gary, you know, kind of thing. And, and it just, I mean, just crickets. Oh, like, man. He just, yep. uh, what? Yep. He just, I think at one point he said, what boomer? 
And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Okay, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, Gabe. I think I'm older than Gabe, so shut the fuck up, Michael. <laughs> I oh, okay, boomer. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know if I can say that. I don't think I'm a technically a millennial. All right, so uh, so so millennial Michael, do you have a non-plug? I do have a non-plug. I, I do, uh, and it is cauliflower rice. <laughs> okay, elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, my office is close to this restaurant in Fisher's called Psalms, and uh, yeah. so I eat there. I end up eating there frequently because I'm super busy, and they do like weekly specials and stuff. So they've got like eight or ten items, and the food's pretty um, good too. Yeah, the food's good. Yeah, but the, you know, it, they they rotate you know that part of the menu every week. So. So this week, like the healthy option was like chicken and I don't know, some slightly spicy sauce of some sort. It's like a Cajun Pico or something. It was weird. Hmm. Um, but on cauliflower rice, right? And so I've never liked the texture of cauliflower rice before. So I've never really eaten enough of it to <clears throat> um, yeah. experience this before. But Jesus Christ, man, I've had like the most ridiculously loud farts all <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> like they, they aren't fetid, you know, it, it, it's not like they're unpleasant in any way, but like you cannot hide this noise. <laughs> oh, Michael's colon for the non-plug. All right. Thank you, Michael. Gabe, I don't know how you're going to win with that one, dude, but plugs, non-plugs, man. Well, it's a perfect saying man it, uh, so i'm gonna start with the non-plug first then um my you know this is the uh first day in like two weeks i had to return to to an office um and so you're returning you know back to the whole entire office dynamics and you know uh, you, you know the, the the bathroom at the workplace now become the new sanctuary of getting away if you ever need a moment you know you need to catch up on twitter you know see see the latest transfer rumors you yeah, know absolutely. that's kind of going on you know, any of that, like, you know, you know that you can find the sanctuary in that, that bathroom stall, whether you need to go number two or not at that, <laughs> that point of moment. And <laughs> I just want to note that there's a special place in hell for people that do not observe the at least one stall in separation. If, if you can afford it. like, like I get it. Like, like at my, at my work, there's, there's three, uh, you know, toilet stalls, right? Yep. And uh, I'm not talking about you. I was like, you know, you know, and 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 you know, granted, if obviously there's three people up up on deck, right? Makes sense. You know, it has to happen. But you know, if there's, if I'm already, if I'm already claiming on the far end, and I always go to the far end. You know, again, you're also you're 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 a bastard child if you sit in the middle when the, all three are open. <laughs> I, I I I question your life decisions. You already you already know you're going to be in in you know. Side to side with someone, I, I I just don't I don't understand that. But but you know if I'm picking the far end and there's no one there, you pick the other fucking far end. All right, you yeah. do that. <laughs> you don't bump right into the middle. And, uh, and I just you know I had I had my I had my my sanctuary violated. You know oh, earlier today to win. So, I, I had a I had a bad to myself catching up on the on the on the Twitter little Reddit to go through and and, and then I had to get someone coming in with their flatulence. You know, stinking up the stall right next to me. Just, well, at I, least I, they didn't talk to it, you. It's a part of the day. <laughs> at least they didn't okay. try to have a conversation. I have, I have a that, Gabe, that, is that you? E swing of a Segway. I mean, who who would have thought? I I, literally, I did not expect that. I, I had to switch out my 
my you know what I was going to plug versus non plug because I felt again I was like no this, this is clearly non plug territory right off the bat let's go. So, <laughs> All right, Gabe, go so ahead, Gabe, man. I have a question for you. When you say the far end, the handicap stall is usually at the far end. No, Are we, you sitting? No, we're, we're on the there. we're on the. Uh, maybe maybe I might get an issue with our building in terms of it. We're on the tenth floor. There is there are there are no uh, handicap uh, bathrooms at least on on the tenth floor. So oh so so uh, there's literally no excuse to sit in the middle stall. Yeah, no, yeah. no, not at all. All right, good uh, again, unless, unless you're you're a special devil child. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair enough. I had a kid. Uh, I had a kid go sit stand in the urinal uh, right next to me and look at me when I was taking a piss. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and there were a whole bunch of open ones. Uh, I was like, "Your dad hasn't taught you urinal rules yet." Shoot him with my foot. You know, I just kind of try to shush him away, just like you know, try to kick at him. You know, I was like, get out, get out, uh, get. Okay, that's enough for bathroom talk. Gay plugs. <laughs> so, so uh, a little more serious on there. Um, do you encourage? Uh, you know, in, in terms of everything that's kind of going on right now with Australia, uh, you know, look for some 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 great either nonprofits or organizations out there uh, potentially donate to. I think you know a lot of us have all different kind of causes, whether it be you know wildlife or or you know I think there's there's always kind of there's there's some element here in in, in all of it. You know, in terms of environmental, climate change, um, you know, all these kind of things that you know a lot of the rural areas that this is affecting the most uh, is volunteer firefighters. Um, so, you know, they're, lo- they're working long hours, a lot of, um, you know, the new South, um, Wales, uh, fire force, then other things then in terms of kind of putting support right now when they're being fully strained, uh, both the resources. And again, these are mainly volunteers in, in a lot of respects. Mm-hmm. Wildlife, you know, is, is being depleted right now, you know, through the, through the bushfires, um, which is, is horrible to see. And, and, uh, and obviously people are losing property, um, as well. So, a lot of things, you know. I, I think, um, you know, if if we can, you know, raise a a billion dollars, uh, you know, for for a fire through a through a cathedral, um, you know, I think we can also raise some money when when you know a country is is literally burning. So, um, just something something to take a look at. Um, fully encouraged. I've already made some some donations myself, but definitely it's a you know soft spot. Obviously, being my my second home there, so fully yeah. encouraged to take a look at that. Oh, that leads. That's a great segue into my first plug. My first plug um, is Union Jack Pub and Beautiful Broad Ripple. Uh, tomorrow night, if you are listening, that be Tuesday night, January seventh. They are doing a um, a dying to donate for Australia. Uh, Chelsea, one of the owners, uh, spent some time in Australia in, in her college years. And so they're doing a dine to donate. So do plan to try to make it to Union Jack and uh, have dinner there tomorrow evening. Um, I know we really appreciate it. And Michael, we might even get to see uh, see Brooke, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you could go in and uh, tip the beautiful waitresses and uh, excuse me, the beautiful and handsome servers. There you go. <laughs> misconstrue anything. It's not a gender here. <laughs> yeah. Tip your servers. Uh, he servers. Everywhere. Tip your server everywhere. Yes. Uh, But especially at Union Jack. Uh, I I, uh, say this because there's no possible way that I could benefit individually from this sales pitch. (laughs) 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 All right. Uh, I haven't actually, I'm actually kind of positive tonight, too. But, 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 bitch, better bring me my money. (laughs) 
<laughs> hey, duty. <laughs> freaking 20 years. Okay. Um, so she- Sheffield United uh, manager is getting a plug tonight. I don't know if you anybody else saw the, the oh. post-match oh, yeah. presser uh, with Chris yeah, Wilder. I, I, yeah, good call. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm giving a shout to that guy. I mean, he admitted that Liverpool were the better team. And he just said, you know, look, the jo- first of all, the job that he's done with a newly promoted team, they're they're fucking eighth place, and they could be they could be fighting United for sixth. They're only two points and back from United. Way. Yeah, it, they're playing it, a different way too, which is great. So. It, it's great. It's great to see. He seems like a real great guy, um, you know. And he's not out there just talking about talking trash about Liverpool like we see from other other managers, even very important ones. Um, he's not obsessed with it. He's just saying, hey, Liverpool's a better team. Congratulations. You guys are really good. <laughs> I wish you the best of luck. And that was just awesome. Um, also kind of a plug. I don't know if you saw, saw the uh, the video before the Sheffield United. They were kind of having a little kind of just a – I'll say like a walkthrough um, out in Stanley so Park, and a dog goes over and pees on one of their cones. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and they all had a good laugh about it, you know. So, um, but also, man, another man. I have four plugs today. Um, Liverpool Damn, social Joe. social media after the Everton win has been fabulous. I love it. I love every single minute of it. The Redmond videos are are wonderful. Um, it's it's just been so much fun. Uh, there's actually this, uh, I think I, I, the, the podcast account had retweeted it, but it's alternative commentary from Everton. And it's, it's basically somebody types a bunch of stuff into, uh, into a computer and it says the words or whatever. So it's like mispronouncing Schneiderlin and, and, and it doesn't take breaks. It's like, oh, and here's a shot from Gilfie. Or from oh God, you are suck. You are a waste of money. Get out of my club. <laughs> it's, it's it's great. It's great. Uh, so if you haven't seen that, go look for it. Uh, non plugs. Um, yeah, I'm not going to talk politics, and that's all. It's on my mind that I'm a non plug tonight. So, yeah, uh, I'm not going. I, there. I was I was I was close to that too. Can I do Can I do one more plug? Yeah, sure. Because uh, I didn't know we could do both. Uh, so this will probably be a joint one from from Michael and I. But um, uh, so uh, Conan Conan O'Brien released like a um, like the one like the like the last appearance that Mitch Hedberg did on Conan O'Brien show. Uh, <laughs> and I saw it like, on Reddit and I watched through it and it was absolutely hilarious and it just made me remember how much I love Mitch Hedberg. So um, if you've never heard of Mitch Mitch Hedberg, uh, check him out. Uh, again, one of my favorite lines from him. Uh, I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to too. And uh, that right there is Mitch Hedberg. Fine, fine comedian. Check him out. Check uh, him G- out. G- Jim's a big guy. on Facebook more frequently. R.I.P. Sorry, Jim and, and R.I.P. <laughs> yes. You, you would see Jim Dimitri's Hedberg of the Week uh, posts. <laughs> Wait, on what? If on the Book on of Faces. Facebook more frequently. He does a, Does he really? He yeah. He does Hedberg of the Week quotes. I haven't seen him in a couple weeks. Yeah, he, oh he's been a little God, busy. Really, but. Uh, all right, maybe maybe Jim Jim himself is the only person that can be going back 
on, on Facebook. I, I don't want to see. I don't want to see <laughs> screw, all screw. Of my ex girlfriend married to someone at this point. <laughs> screw you, <laughs> landlord! I'm not going on Facebook. <laughs> I could say. Oh shit! All right. Well, I want to thank. Every, I want to thank both of you guys for coming on tonight. Uh, it, it was fun. We're we're going a little long, but man, we had a good time. Um, also, thank you for if it's your if it's your first time listening, your 104th time listening, uh, or if you've listened back more than that because maybe you uh, liked an episode or something like that. But anyway, um, no matter where you feel, fall in that spectrum, thank you so much for checking us out. Um, if you like what we do, please do hit that subscribe button. Uh, it really does make a difference, <clears throat> and we really appreciate it. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, I'm going to put the contact information in the podcast notes and signing off for episode 104 of the Indie Reds podcast. This is Joe Dilling. You'll never walk alone.